Hi, it's Pastor Rick. Glad you're with me today on demand. Today, we're going to continue our study. It's about fighting in fights that you didn't plan to be in, fights that don't even help you. It's a great study. So stay right with me today. It's about courage today. That's how you have to fight. Sometimes you have to grab a hold to courage, lock on to the truth and fight forward. And sometimes that's not fun. So stay with me today. I'm going to show you how to do the hard work that courage requires. Stay right there. I'll be back to pray for you at the end. Enjoy today's message. And if you like it, link it and send it to a friend. Stay there. Well, I'm glad you're with us today. I pray it's been a blessing to you. The series we've been in is really one of those series that can paint a very big picture in your mind of a ring, a guy with boxing gloves. And, and you can see that in our graphic that we used to describe the series. There is this image of a fight, but there are times in life you get into a fight that's not your fight. It's not one that you create. It's not one that you wish for, but you're in it. And so how do you manage those fights? And there's a word that helps you, and the word is courage. Courageously doing the hard work in a season of fighting is important. Uh, one of the things I love about basketball is uh, people who've prepared, done the work, exercised, you know, have eaten right, they, they're fine. And so now they, they, they want to get on the court and, and show everybody that they've done the hard work. If you've not done the hard work, it shows you, you get winded, you can't jump as high, you, someone can snatch the ball out of your hand. And a lot of that's because you haven't spent enough time in the weight room, you haven't worked out, you haven't given it enough time. And it's really important to understand this series is about that. Being a person who's prepared to deal with issues in life when they come up. It's a fight you're in, not one you wanted to be in. And sometimes it's a fight you didn't create, but you have to manage it. And so today we focus on uh, one of the four things I mentioned. The first thing we talked about was anger issues. That sometimes you have anger issues you've got to fight and deal with. And it's, it's, it's always um, something that comes up in your life and you have to manage your own anger. And that anger can impact your life. Let me backtrack, make sure you follow me from the, for the goal of the year, for the series for the year. Remember, every year I answer, ask one question. The question I asked this year was, why don't people do what they say they're going to do? The answer to that is because they're not courageously willing to do the work. They are fighting in fights that really is not their fight. And they're not willing to courageously do the work to get on track and stay on track. Sometimes things come to you and they attack you and they throw you off and it puts you in a bad place. And if you're not careful when that happens, you get angry. And when you get angry, anger then takes over and you end up fighting in a fight you're not supposed to be in, saying things you need to say. It takes courage to back up and say, no, I don't need to do that. So, secondly, we talked about the fact that sometimes backsliding gets in the way. You're always going forward. You never do what you say you're going to do. You never get to where you're going to go because you're, you're always sliding forward and sliding backwards. Thirdly, we say today, sometimes it's because you're not courageous enough to do the hard work. So there are three things so far in this series. Anger, backsliding, and courage. Say those with me, please. Come on. Anger, backsliding, and courage. If you're going to be successful in life, if you're going to accomplish the things that you've set out to do in life, if you want God's best in your life, you have to fight the fights that matter. You have to learn to deal with the real issues. And for some of us, the issue is our anger. For some of us, the issue is our backsliding. We go back and forward, back and forward. 
And sometimes the issue in our life is our lack of courage. We're not courageously willing to do the hard work. Courage in definition simply means to do what you're afraid to do. And sometimes that's your issue. That's the thing you need to fight. You don't need to be fighting politically. You don't need to be fighting all these other issues in your family. It's your anger. It's your tendency to backslide. Go forward, go backwards, always living on the runway. If you're not careful, that's what's stopping you. That's why you will never do what you set out to do in life. Hope you're tracking with me. So today's focus, though, is the word courage, as I said. And I, I want you to read Numbers 14. I've been reading that for the last few weeks. Numbers chapter 14, verse 1 through 4. This is a conversation, and it's really powerful because this is where the nation of Israel was coming out of Egypt. And in this conversation, listen to what's said. That night, all the members of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. Here's a question. Why? They wept aloud because they just heard that they were um, just not going to be able to go into the promised land ease, with, with ease. There was going to be challenges and difficulties. And so when they heard there was going to be difficulties, they wept and they cried. Verse 2, all the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron. And the whole assembly said to them, if only we had died in Egypt or in, in this wilderness, why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and our children will be taken in, in, as plunder. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And they said to each other, we should choose a leader and go back to Egypt. Now, I want you to notice this is a moment that is a defining moment. There are moments in life when you're challenged. And your willingness to be courageous is um, what will determine your success or your failure. They came to this place where they wanted a promised land, like a lot of us. We wanted to go and be in a career. We wanted to go to school. We wanted to do this, do this or that, or get married, have children. You have all these dreams, right? And when you get there, you find out that it's not easy. And so your first response is like theirs. They wept, they cried, they were unhappy, they were angry, they felt like, backsliding. They want to just get out of it and go back. Forget this. Let's just not even try. Drop out of school. Forget the job. Quit. That's what they were thinking. And there are four things that this moment teaches us about the courage of these folks. And I want to say this. This is important because sometimes we get here. It's easy to get here. First thing it says is they wanted victory without tears. They wanted victory without any tears. They wanted, to, they wanted to go to the promised land and win without ever being challenged. We want everything to be smooth. It's all heaven. Just take a deep breath. It's going to all be great because we want it to be great. Well, sometimes that's not true. There are some things that come with challenge. They wanted victory without tears. That's why they wept and they cried. Secondly, they wanted victory in the promised land while looking back. So they wanted to have victory, but they wanted the right to backslide or go backwards. And we talked about that last week. They wanted to spend a lot of their time and energy focusing on the past. And, and it's, it's easy for you to fall into that. And thirdly, watch this. They wanted victory and protection for their families without sacrifice. They, they felt that this, this should all be about protecting families and making sure kids and everybody's safe. I agree, that's a goal, but there are moments in time, and this is one of those moments where it's not easy. 
It's going to be difficult to get to the promised land. It's going to be difficult to win this moment without challenge. You got to cry a little bit. It's going to be a moment when you are going to be tempted to look back, but you, got to look, you must look forward. You can't look back. You're in the career now. You're in the job now. You're married now. You can't look back and dream of when you were single. Now you have to fight forward to have the marriage you want. A lot of people want to be in the pastorate, but when it becomes challenging, they don't want to be a pastor anymore. Fourthly, they wanted victory without following a leader. Now, this is important because they're ready to fire Moses and Aaron. They say, hey, look, we need to get rid of these two guys. Let's get us a new leader. This guy brought us here and he's got us in this incredible season. And they're angry. They're angry. They're frustrated. They're not happy. Have you ever just thought about firing somebody because they challenge you? You know, kids do that as you become adults. Be careful. You want to fire your parents. <laughs> yes, you do. Words like, son, listen to the advice of your father. You know, listen to your mother. All those verses that talk about obedience and all that goes out the window. And it's amazing. You get to a point where you say, I want to listen to just my voice. Now, I'm not saying your parents shouldn't let you be free. I'm not saying that you shouldn't be treated and respected as a grown person. But boy, I'll tell you, if you're not careful, you don't want anybody leading you. Your greatest dream in life is to be independent on your own. Nobody advises you. You spend your money the way you want to. Nobody questions you. That's why some of you don't like marriage. You want, you want a relationship where, you know, you can kiss and hug and smooch and stuff, but you don't want anybody to say, why are you spending money like that? You don't want anybody to say, you're not neat. Clean up behind yourself. You don't want any of that. And so because you don't want that, you can't have what you say you want to have in life. You'll never have it. Why can't you have what you say you're going to have in life? Because you won't let anybody speak to you. You won't follow any leader. Now, there are seven courageous decisions that I have learned in my life that I have to face. Whenever I preach, I'm always thinking, okay, so how does this apply to you? What is it in your life, Ricky Temple, that requires courage in your personal life? I listed seven things that just came to my mind and just happened to be seven, but here they go. Number one. The decision to change my approach, that's required a lot of courage. The way I do ministry, the way I preach, the way I teach, doing it this way, making a digital option available, all of that required courage because it is not easy. As a matter of fact, it's flat out hard because I want to be like everybody else. I want to do it the way everybody else does it. But I've just learned that the digital is important as well as the physical. I got to do both. And the decision to change the church schedule, the first and second Sunday is live. Third Sunday is our special event Sunday for at least nine of the 12 months uh, of the year. So there are three months, sometimes two months in the year where there's no third Sunday service. So it's first and second Sunday live. OK, nine and 11. Third Sunday is what we call normally our special event Sunday. Ready? Hang with me. And then fourth Sunday is our Sabbath Sunday. That's the Sunday we rec recruit, we re regenerate. Everybody's off. It's all digital. And so there's in-person and digital. We have men's services on, on second Sundays at 8 o'clock, right? And, 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 and when we watch this and when you're watching it, I pray that time is still the same. But it's Sunday morning at 8, and then we have it live and digital. We found that our midweek services, we have them not every Wednesday night, but we have a season of midweek services and they are in person and digital. You can come in person or you can watch it online. And we have a huge on-demand effort and we're gonna make it even bigger. We have the same thing for kids. We have a digital service for kids called OBF Kids. All that's different. You say, what did you just say, boy, it ain't the same. You just go to church on first, second, third, fourth Sunday and that's it, Sunday school. It's easy, see, it's simple. 
I know, but that's, 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 that's easy. But it takes courage to do something different. Courage to say everybody's tired. Courage to say, courage, it takes courage to say, we're tired. We need a break. We're, in, we're marching in the barracks all the time. We never go in the battlefield. It, it takes courage to, to ask people, and I'll talk about this in a minute, ask people for money. It takes courage to, to fund what you want to do. And if you're not careful, you, you won't have the courage to do that. Second thing, it takes the decision to restrict my time to specific tasks. That takes courage. To restrict my, my, my task and say, I'm only going to do this on Monday. This is Diane's day. On Tuesday, I'm going to do this administration. Wednesday is going to be study day. Thursday is going to be people day. And Friday is going to be makeup day. Saturday, I'm off. Sunday, I mean, it's, just, it's, it, it's, it's tough to say no to everything else and focus your attention. Some of you are everywhere doing everything and you're not focused and accomplishing anything. Third courageous thing that I've had to do, the decision to forget the failures behind me. I can't live in what I did wrong. I can't dwell on what I didn't do right. I can't dwell on who, I can't. I, I just can't. If the sermon's not good, I'll try next week. I can't dwell on a bad sermon out of, out of 365 weeks. I can't allow myself to be, um, did I say 365 weeks? Ha, ah, sorry, 52 weeks. <laughs> Lord help me, let me get this right. See, so I can't always be perfect. You just saw it, right? You can't always get it right. But you have to learn how to go past that. Number four, the decision to, Press past the fog of confusion and try. Sometimes you are confused. One of the things I've learned in my academic pursuits is you'll take a class and the, and the, the professor or teacher will give you a syllabus and you're, you're in the fog. You know, I don't know what they're talking about, but you've got to press through the fog. You can't allow yourself to stop because it's foggy or difficult. Number five, the decision to stay engaged with family during difficult seasons. It's easy to walk out on family. It's easy to say, I'm not talking to you anymore. You're dead to me. That's just crazy. I don't have anybody in my family I've done that to. I don't ever plan to do it. Well, you don't know some people in my family who've done some things to me. They took grandmama's couch. And I will never forgive her for stealing grandmama's couch. Really? I mean, I'm just, I understand. I understand there's some serious family violations. I get it. And sometimes it's not safe. That's another conversation, okay? If it's not safe. But what I want you to think about is sometimes if you're not careful, you're just caught in a fog, this foolishness, and you need to let it go. And I'm telling you, it takes courage to stay engaged with your wife, stay engaged. What are you guys arguing about, fussing about? What is this all about? You can't even hardly remember. Fight through the fog. Number six, the decision to raise resources needed to do the work. You know, one of the hard things, I think, for people, sometimes especially for believers, but just, and I say that me, with all my heart, there is this anti-money thing that gets in the way of your advancement. The reason you will never be able to do what you say you want to do in life is because you can't face resource needs. You can't face money. You can't face your budget. You can't face savings habits. You can't face the, the truth about you and money. You don't make enough. You need more skills. You're not, you're not willing to go back to school. You're not willing to do the hard work. You're not, you're not willing to be courageous enough to try. You're not careful. You, all you, if you're not careful, you just you know, lean on people all the time. And, and at some point, if you're not willing to, to say, I need to deal with my resource issues. A church needs to deal with its resource issues. As a matter of fact, let me just say this to you. The reason that God established, I believe, tithes and offerings, even though people fight against it, 
And mainly those are people who don't, who are not responsible for anything, which means they're not responsible for paying for a church building or providing for people. They're basically responsible for themselves. People who, who manage this kind of stuff, right, that cost millions of dollars, they understand that you can't do it without somebody helping you. So God established, I believe, in Malachi 3.10, I believe, in throughout the Bible, and before the law, way back with Abraham, who was the first tither in the Bible, he established a way for it to be funded. He understood you got to pay people. He understood you have to help people. What you want is everybody to give you spiritual service for free. But the Bible says that's not how God prescribed it. There is a specific way that we are to engage each other. And sometimes if you're not careful, you don't realize that. And so one of the things that's important is raising resources, raising resources to do the work. Number seven, last one, the decision uh, to be different despite the guilt. There are guilty moments. There are moments you feel sad and bad and bad about yourself. And when you feel bad and when you feel guilty, when you feel un unsafe or that you're not unsafe, when you feel as if you've done something that's maybe wrong, do you have the ability, do you have the courage to say, and it takes courage to say, I forgive myself. I forgive myself. I am not going to hold this any longer. I'm going to let this go. That, my friend, is important. Now, when I did this, I, I decided that I would go to some people and I would ask them some questions and I would say, what would be some courageous things you've seen me do? And they went through a laundry list of things, staff people, my family, and the bottom line of it was a willingness to do what wasn't easy in times when it wasn't simple. I want to encourage you to do what's not easy. I want to encourage you to make a decision, and I want to pray for you. Father, I pray for those today who hear this voice, to hear my word, to make a decision about their life. May they have the courage to do what's not easy. May they rise up and say, today I'm going to make a decision to go in a direction that will change my life and bless my future. Help me to rise up and do the hard work. And may I not run from it. In Jesus' name, amen. My name is Pastor Ricky Temple. I told you I'd just take a few minutes. I want you to think about what I've just said today. We've got one more thing to talk about next week in this series about opportunity. You don't want to miss it because sometimes the, the thing you're doing is you're fighting the fight that you shouldn't fight and you're missing out on opportunities. I want to show you why people miss out on opportunities, but that's all next week. If you're here today with me watching and you said, I don't know Christ, let this be that moment you say, Jesus, be the Lord of my life. Let your heart be open to a transformation. If you've been away from God, come back to God. Right there on the screen, there's something that's going to come up that you can simply say, hey, I want to give my life to Christ. I want somebody to pray with me. I'd be glad to do that. If you've got a personal question, you can email me at pastor at overcomingbyfaith.org. That's pastor at overcomingbyfaith.org. Thank you for being with me today. People are watching right there. If you're watching now at a certain time, there's a chat on. You can type in the chat. I raise my hand. They'll be glad to send you some information to help you start your walk with God or, or pray with you about a need in your life. I appreciate it. I've done all I can to tell you I care about you. Hope you get to come see us in person. Now, remember, first Sunday and second Sunday at 9 and 11. That's when we're, we're in person. Uh, then we'll let you know on the schedule when we have special events on third Sunday. But that's not the rest for the rest of this season. But I want you to keep your eyes on that schedule. We'd be glad to have you come out and be with us. And we appreciate it. Again, first Sunday, second Sunday, 9 and 11. So I'll see you then, my friend. God bless you. Got more to say next week about opportunity. You don't want to miss it. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Well, I pray you enjoyed today's message. Israel learned a valuable lesson about courage. 
Sometimes it's hard to be courageous, but there are times in life you have to learn to be courageous. Do the things that you don't want to do. Make a tough decision. And so I want you to stay with me today. You know, today's world is in a lot of crisis, a lot's going on, but I believe that God can give us all courage to make sure things are better for everybody. So let's pray. Father, I thank you for today's word. I pray that we'd all be courageous, find our way to peace, find our way to healing, and find our way to deliverance. I pray your blessing and grace as you guide us. May we learn from these lessons, and may we not ever, Lord God, waste time fighting in fights that we don't need to be in. And we thank you for the courage to fight what we need to fight, and that's division and hostility and strife. May we learn to be together. A house divided in this world cannot stand. Help us learn the power of fighting the right fight. In Jesus' name, amen. My name is Pastor Ricky Temple. Pray for our world. Pray for peace in our world. And I want you to know that I care about you. I pray for God's grace and favor to be in your life. I'll see you next time as we continue our study. You don't want to miss the next message because it really is great. It's all about opportunity. So stay with me now in this series. See you next time. Bye-bye.